Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Talk Slot Boys. I am your host. My name is Tyler, and today I am joined by the boys. We got Brennan. What's going on, folks? And we've got Kai. How's it going? <laughs> so today <laughs> we're doing something a little bit different. I know on this channel we typically uh, we just talk about music a lot. Um, and occasionally do some weird improv stuff, but it's it's mostly talking about music. Um, and we have this series where we will review albums and we'll rank all of the songs against each other and, and kind of come up with an objective uh, uh, tier list of all the songs uh, from worst to first. Um, today, we're going to try to do something a little bit different. We're going to branch out into the world of animation. Whoa! Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, Star Wars Visions is the thing that just came out. Um, now, I've been, here's the thing. I never wanted to do a Star Wars video ever because the fan base is just, just the worst. And I mean, we're technically <laughs> part of the fan base, but like, yeah. you, you know what I we're mean. We're part of the problem. Um, yeah. So, if this video happens to attract a lot of, uh, you know, sweaty mouth breather, keyboard warrior types, <laughs> we may never talk about Star Wars ever again. But um, we are starting this off with like just a swing of insults towards the like fact, Star Wars. Fans. Yeah, I, I just I figured the fact that this oh is like God. an anthology. Each episode is different. It's made by a different studio. It's not canon. Plots. Yeah, so no, like, it's canon. So um, it can't be I, argued. I figured really, this would translate well to our formula that we've been using for album reviews. So what we're gonna do today? Um, after watching the entire series, we are going to rank all nine episodes in order from worst to first. I thought that this would just be a fun experiment. Let yeah. us know down below if this ends up being cool and you want us to do more stuff like this, or if this was a miss and we will never do anything like this again and we'll stick to music. Um, but we're gonna, we're gonna jump right into it before we start breaking down these episodes i just want to hear your overall thoughts and opinions on star wars visions as a whole um i know we have some differing opinions here because brennan does not watch anime at all kyle nope uh watches some anime and i as you can see from behind me I am just a gigantic fucking weeb. All I do is watch anime, and we're all Star Wars fans. So we're going to have some yep. differing perspectives here, which is going to be interesting. Uh, Brennan, since you are the non-anime boy <laughs> of the group, I want you to go first. What did you think of Star Wars Visions? Uh, since I'm the non-believer of anime. So <laughs> um, this series is pretty much like the anime Star Wars that I didn't know I needed, but I still don't really need it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all in all like that it's not it's good it is good um some episodes definitely are better than others i feel um i like that some of them don't really like they don't really have like a resolution like you can tell like maybe if they come back to something like this like a season two you know maybe they'll expand upon what happens because there are a lot of like loose ends mm -hmm. so but i mean like the fights in it were really cool. You know, you have like your anime style kind of like lightsaber duels, you know, very like definitely more of like a different taste than what you have with like the old animated series the Star Wars has, but like in a similar light because they kind of have more freedom to do stuff with that than they do like live action stuff. And right. It, it was really cool. Like you got to see Star Wars in like a totally different light, which, you know, I thought was cool, but I, I thought it was pretty good. 
Cool. See, I was yeah. I was worried you were just going to fucking hate the whole yeah. thing. No, I was like, some of these episodes, I'm like, I don't think Brennan's gonna like this at all. But uh, <laughs> I'm glad no. I'm glad to hear that you liked it. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely not an anime guy, but like some of, like the anime tropes that they had in it like weren't bad. Um, you can tell like it was done in good taste. Like fair. Like the, uh, the anime studios weren't trying to like piss off like Star Wars altogether, but. Mm-hmm. You had your little bit of homegrown cooking going on. Hell yeah. Kyle, where are you at with this? Did you also enjoy Star Wars I, Visions? I massively enjoyed this. Wow, I okay. E- even though I think that, like, I agree that some are better than others, I still think it's just such a cool idea to allow this to happen. Like, to... Because I think one of the biggest things that I have issue with the Star Wars universe at the moment is that it kind of feels like they push themselves into a corner a little bit over time where like the story has just kind of gone away and then they were so forced to go in a direction forced <laughs> um, <laughs> that uh, that they had to like kind of break the rules a little bit where they kind of pull Palpatine out of nowhere, you know, and all that kind of, I mean, I guess spoilers if you haven't seen it, but yeah. it's way removed now. Who <laughs> living under a rock now. I know pretty much. Uh, I mean, like I heard about him being in that in episode nine, like months before the actual movie came out. So, you know, um, but anyways, I think that the the problem with the Star Wars universe is it feels like that like the actual like mainline story, if you'd call it that everyone's more like the more popular one has just become really stale. And like when they try to do something a little different with it, it just kind of like doesn't feel much like something new happening. And whether that's Disney's hands on it, just not great ideas in general. Who knows? But the reason why Mandalorian and this series has just like brought me so much like Star Wars hype is because they're just like unique little stories in the universe of Star Wars that are just like they're little nuggets. I think some of these episodes in particular in this series brought me so much joy just because they felt so Star Wars. Like they mm-hmm. just had like a little tale of like maybe like a Jedi, Jedi and a Padawan going on a little journey to a planet, doing a thing, ending with like this like kind of cryptic message or like this looming threat. And then like uh, we'll see what happens. And then it, it's but it has like these Star Wars moments in it. And it just feels so good, you know. I, I think all the studios that picked were really great, were great choices. It kind of gave you like a really nice little like taste of many different styles. Um, I mean, in reality, when you have a show like this or like a series like this, rather, where like each episode's not connected to the next, just little stories, not canon, can you really go wrong? I feel like it's just like a great little recipe for them, you know, like even if the episode isn't the best, it's still like a fun little, Oh, cool. Somebody's going to enjoy this and it's going to be good. So I, I had a great time. I'm, I'm happy to talk about it. Yeah. I'm excited. Awesome. I, uh, you think? I, I'm in the boat of like, I enjoyed most of it. Um, and then some of it, uh, I didn't enjoy as much. Um, cause the thing is like, and I kind of expected that going into this cause like I've seen, a lot of other like animated uh anthologies for other franchises like halo did it a long time ago the matrix did it a long time ago there's probably been other ones um and they always have like very strong ones and very weak ones in my opinion kind of mixed throughout um but i really love when franchises that are as big as star wars you know give all these different animation studios, the chance to kind of make their own stories in the world. Um, I was, I was so happy when they announced that this was even happening. Cause like star Wars is the perfect IP to just like, you can do whatever you want basically. Cause the universe is so huge. 
Um, and you're going to piss off like most of the fans, but it's fine because it's like, this is Star Wars. It's just, that's the way it is. Um, and obviously I'm a huge fan of anime in general. Um, I'm just a huge fan of animation in general. So getting to see just a bunch same. of different animation styles and a bunch of different takes um, on the same like franchise, it's just so cool to see, you know, all these different people's interpretations of of this one singular franchise. Super awesome. Um, and I enjoyed it. I don't know if I would ever go back and like rewatch some of them, but like I'm I'm happy that this exists because I think um in in a way it's just cool that um they're they're giving this franchise like an opportunity to kind of like you said Kyle like break away from the staleness that we've kind of been sitting in for like a really long time at this point. I've been really burnt out on Star Wars over the last few Same. years. Mandalorian's been great, but even that like I just feel like Star Wars has been done to death and the the main plot like you said, it's just kind of in the state of like being incredibly stale and just I'm done with it. So this kind yeah. of was a breath of fresh air, I think. Um, I think and one that was very much needed for Star yeah, Wars at the moment. Yeah. For sure. I feel like Disney kind of finally realized that like, especially with like Mandalorian and maybe even like the last season of uh, Clone Wars as well, where they like once yeah. they got like new hands kind of coming in and just like being able to take it over and kind of like breathe that little bit of life into it kind of take things in a new direction uh they were like oh shit this works hey all these studios that everyone loves we heard anime is kind of cool get on in here <laughs> fuck oh, with yeah. our franchise <laughs> and i liked it i liked it a lot hell yeah well let's uh let's start breaking down these episodes uh like i said at the beginning we are going to rank all nine of these episodes from worst to first hopefully there will not be a ton of arguing hopefully we'll get through this in a civil manner, but I don't know how wildly different our opinions on this are going to be. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's see what we have to work with so far. I'm just going to list off all the episodes in the order they appear. So episode one is The Duel. Episode two is Tatooine Rhapsody. Episode three is The Twins. Episode four, The Village Bride. Episode five, The Ninth Jedi. Episode six, T.O.B. One, which I think it's funny that it sounds like Obi-Wan. I thought it was going to be called Toby. It's not. It's T-O-B-1. I mean, he ends up saying Toby in it, like, once he, like, kind of becomes yeah. the... Oh, the, does he? I guess I missed that. Yeah. yeah, whenever, yeah, like, Force goes... he becomes, like, a Jedi. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, right at the end, he's I just like, zoned out you did it, <laughs> you did it, Toby. Go get him. And then he just goes, uh, and it's over. Uh, uh, <laughs> episode 7 is The Elder. Episode 8, Lop and Ocho. And episode 9, Akakiri, I think, is how you say that. Probably. Um so I'm going to hit you with the question I always hit you with when we do the album reviews. What goes at the bottom? Are there any episodes that stand out to you as being worse than all the rest of them? I have a few in my head that I Same. think deserve to be at the bottom. Same. Are there any any that you guys immediately jump to when you think this is the worst that this had to offer? I want to ask Brennan what his opinion is just because he's <laughs> yeah, not the anime yeah. guy. So I'm curious to know, like, as like yeah. a less, less, uh, less, less in the scene of anime. I am what coming straight off the speed watch. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think T.O.B. 1 definitely should be towards the bottom. Agreed. Um, Same. Some of the decisions are kind of tough. I'd probably say. Oh, man, I like that one, though. 
<laughs> well, well I, I, I'll ask you which one is it that you're thinking of that you just went. I for, like that one. For some reason, I keep coming on Lop and Ocho. Really? Um, I liked that one. I like that was one. Good. I, I don't think that's going to be bottom three. I no, don't think no, that, that's that why I'm like, because uh, I think it's like middle of the pack. Um, yeah, I think there's two other ones that maybe. are worse than that. There's I don't know. What, what do you guys got? There's what, one other one for me what, that's. Really I think, like I said, I think TOB won. Uh, the other one that stands out to me is the what was it called? The Village Bride. Oh really? Oh yeah. yeah that's yeah. I could. I guess <laughs> I'm in a completely different place. Uh oh. I have two other ones that we did not name that I think should be at the bottom. Uh, oh boy. Tatooine Rhapsody. Okay. Just because it didn't feel like Star Wars in any sense, it to I, me. I loved the animation. Yeah. I I thought it was I, cute, but like. It felt weird playing like a shitty rock show for Job of the Hut. It just felt kind of off. Um, I, I feel what you're one, saying. Yeah, no, go ahead. But I, I was just saying, like, I feel what you're saying about that one, and I have like some counter arguments, but I think we'll get okay. to it as we go. So, yeah, what like, other I don't, do have? I don't hate that one. I just mm -hmm. think it's a weaker one. The one that I genuinely did not enjoy and this is a shock to me because this is the one i was excited for the most out of all of them was the first studio trigger animation the twins i hated it really I hated it wow the writing was <laughs> trash the dialogue was trash just the entire the time bad, yeah. i loved the animation because you know it's studio trigger you know it, the shit looks exactly like all the stuff they're known for you know, I watched Promare last weekend. This was not at that level, but like it was, it was up there as far as <laughs> animation quality goes. Um, but like my main problem with it was just that like it felt like they they just went to Studio Trigger and was like, hey, have you heard of Star Wars? And they were like, yeah, I think. And it's like, cool, cool, cool. So like write a script and then they just Googled like Star Wars quotes and then they just <laughs> made an entire script out of nothing but Star Wars quotes that they had no idea what they meant. And then it's just the entire fucking thing just felt like every other line was like, hey, uh, I've, I've got a bad feeling about this. Uh, oh, man. Uh, may the force be with you. Uh, oh, geez. Like it was just like constant quote. I can't even think of any off the top of my head, but it was just like constantly shoving quotes down your throat and like the dialogue in general was just kind of like weird and I you get that sometimes with anime yeah. because when you're translating it from Japanese it gets kind of like people don't talk like this but like it, it was like that the unwieldy dialogue mixed with like the barrage of quotes it just, it bugged me a lot. The fight was great. The fight was a spectacle to behold. The entire rest of it, just, I did not like it. Hmm. Well, I, I tell you what. I'm I, surprised I, I'm the only person who didn't like that one. I, I mean, that episode's towards the bottom for me, too, but I didn't think it was, like, terrible. I definitely don't think it's near the bottom in my in my, uh, my personal really? opinion. I definitely, like, agree with, like, your points. Like, I thought it was pretty, wick. Like, like every time they did a, a a quote, I was like, ah, I get it. Ha, it's Star Wars. But like, I still think like the concept was interesting. 
at like the bare bones of it where it was just like they had like two star destroyers that like connected with like the kyber that's another thing i'm just gonna get this out of the way right now i love that they focused this entire series around the kyber crystals like yeah. every single episode had that is like the focal point and that's like not been talked about much especially in the main line of star mm-hmm. wars of course it's been talked about like in the comics and all sorts of off branches but like as far as like this series goes the kyber crystals were like the like pinnacle of everything and it was super cool to see like different studios do a different take on why they're important whereas this one had it like being like the like synonymous with like the death star beam basically where like this star destroyer had like two parts and the brother and the sister had suits that were powered up by the kyber crystal that together linked together to create a beam that could destroy planets yeah if you if you couldn't tell, this was made by the people who made Kill a Kill up until yeah, that point. Yeah. Then when yes. they're like have suits made of the cut, co- yeah, like it's yeah, it definitely is Kill a Kill. It's very like 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 I haven't seen Promare myself. I don't know how it is, but like Promare is just like we're firefighters, but with Gundams, yeah, and like it's just yeah, wild uh- <laughs> being Gundam firefighters and shit, and it's like ah cool, uh, like it, it definitely yeah. has that energy, but like. I just think, like, the animation in it and, like, the concept and, like, kind of how they created a bit of a plot to it, too, with, like, the brother and sister being created from the crystal and then, like, one of them going rogue and then almost it being a play on, like, the dark versus the light side, like, maybe, like, an early, like, mm-hmm. kind of telling of that. I just thought there's a lot of cool ideas. And there was, like, some comedic bits where, like, his little droid was like, don't worry, we're going to get out of here. The door's open. There's just stormtroopers. He's like, shit. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> like... I don't well, know. No, I just he thought... he was the one that was saying, "We'll get out of here." The droid was like, "They're gonna see where we're at." Dude. Right? Yeah, that's <laughs> what I meant. Saying my bad. They're gonna find um, us. And he's like, "No, they won't." Open the door. And I don't. Know, I just thought there was a lot of cool moments. I feel like some of it was like really cheesy, but like I guess going into like watching a series of of anime studios create Star Wars, I wasn't too put off by it because I was kind of expecting it in a in a sense. I Definitely mean, more overbearing than uh, any other episode. I would agree. Yeah. Um, whereas other episodes kind of slid in little lines every once in a while, like "Don't Tell Me the Odds" was there a couple times in a couple other episodes as well, yeah, and other little I, quotes. But they they put um I have a bad feeling about this in every single episode I think, but that's okay. also the one quote that they like always put in every movie. So like that one is like okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Including that, it was yeah. just the sheer amount of quotes yeah. that came from this one just felt. Like, the more it happened, like, the more I just crinkled up, and I was like, ah, just stop, stop talking, like... (laughs) See, and, like, I get that, and I feel that, and I think that's a big knock to it, so that it shouldn't be near the top, but I also think that, like, the concept, and kind of, like, the, the, the... Something that I love about these episodes is the lore that they create, whether it be on the Kyber Crystal, or just, like, the little bit of time they have to, like, kind of give you a little lore dump, is what kind of intrigues me about them, and I like the little lore world it created i liked the animation a lot some of the best of the entire series as well and i think because of the cool like lore bit and the really great animation i feel like it just can't be near the bottom like well not near the bottom but like can't be one of the bottom like two or three in my mind i will say that like it's studio trigger the animation is incredible but like I feel like the animation isn't necessarily bad on any of these. Like, That's, I mean, fair. So, well, like, I don't necessarily know. I don't know. In my eyes, the bad writing holds it back, like, a lot. But I will say that, like, I it doesn't necessarily need to be last because the animation is really cool. And, like, the, like, the base concept of it is neat. Mm-hmm. Just that dialogue is rough. 
I don't know, Brennan, <laughs> where are you at with this one? I mean, it's literally light versus dark, and like it's broken down to its most simple form. Um, I do like the fact that, I mean, it's like I like how it was written, like script wise, but that like there were a lot of like cliches and you know little tidbits that were just thrown in that it was like. Ah, I, th- I think you're, you're beating a dead horse at this point. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't think it was bad. Um, I I thought that, like, the fight scene was pretty neat up until they decided to do, like, the whole, like, episode 8 warp speed thing. Um, I thought that was... That and plus, like, the fact that they were able to just, like, kind of, like, hang out in space. <laughs> like, they did they still, that a like, lot in the series. Yeah, but as Princess it went on. Leia used the Force to survive in space in the one movie that everyone loves, and that's canon, so See, I don't have a problem with that. It, yeah, it, it but, seems like, like, it seems like they just kind of threw that out the window in this whole series, because when you get to, like, the, the ninth mm-hmm. Jedi episode, they're all just kind of out on the outside of the, like, in space, no, like, cover anything, chilling around the spaceships, fighting yeah. out in space, and it's like, oh, okay, so we're just, like... This is just a thing that we're accepting, I guess, here. I guess it's just so. something I kinda like pulled my like my disbelief away from. I was yeah. like, okay, it's just something that we're not gonna talk about. Yeah. Which is I mean, but I am talking about it. That shit was ridiculous. Um, <laughs> and then like so they fly in with a with a uh with an X Wing at warp speed. Fucking like <laughs> My man has his lightsaber that he's able to just, like, magically, like, send, like, as far as possible as he wants to, alright? Cuts this fucking ship in half, the Star Destroyer, and manages, like, you see it, like, ride up his sister's chest and just hits the, the kyber crystal? Yeah. It's like, anime. Like, what the fuck? And he's got it's the anime, for- bro. He's got the power of anime and the force on his side. That's but even, so strong. even in the other ones, even in the other ones, it was even, like, somewhat more, like, legit. <laughs> I guess so, but like, I don't know. It's Studio Trigger. They do dumb shit like that no, all the yeah. time. It's just like, it's all flair. Like, no. Which yeah. is probably why I'm not, I'm not like a big I, like anime guy. I genuinely thought that that part was really cool. But I did like, too. Until, until it was just like the shot of like the thing destroyed, I was like, oh, cool. First they were dropping a bunch of quotes for movies. Now they're literally just taking a frame from episode from eight <laughs> and just shoving that in our face. Like, okay. Yeah. This clearly doesn't have a lot of original ideas. That's fair. Um, well, what what do you want to be on the bottom? I mean, I we all think Toby is weak. <sighs> I, think, I think... What's up? I, I was just going to say, I think that should be the la- like last place in my mind. And mainly because I actually didn't love the way they did the fight scene in it. Because, like, I just feel like so much of, like, the movements happen so fast. It almost felt like there were, like, bits missing out of it. Like, where he get knocked back and then all of a sudden he's hitting him again. And, like, I, I don't know. It just, like, felt really, like, jarring at times in that, that whole sequence of that fight. And then, like, I also feel like nothing really happened in that. Uh, yeah. Like, Robo Boy is in Robo. It's Astro Boy. Wow. He's wandering around the thing. He wants to be a Jedi. And then the Sith came. And now he's fighting them. Whoa. Like I, everything I, else. Had, I get that it's probably more like a childlike episode, you know, like more like a kid's story, similar to uh, Tatooine Rhapsody. But like, I feel like just like there was no depth at no. all to what was happening. There wasn't. <laughs> there was also, no like, like setup. Right off the bat, <clears throat> I think that's the one that immediately hit me with like, this does not feel like Star Wars in any way. 
like between the Correct. art style Same. and just the fact that like i mean when the empire shows up i mean then it kind of feels like star wars but like he's a robot but like he doesn't look like a star wars robot or like act like one what and like i i think the art style is neat but like mm-hmm. the whole thing just did not feel like star wars and i think that like while while uh the twins had the worst dialogue this just had the worst writing in general like the story structure was just bad like now, it literally goes from like the old man is just like ah don't be a jedi that shit's stupid you can't like that but i had a dream about being a jedi oh all right well here's half of a lightsaber i want you to go out and get that crit because you're gonna be a jedi i was like whoa you changed your mind really fucking quickly sir (laughs) and then and then he like he dies and like i guess the sith dude was chill enough to bury him after he murdered him yeah exactly (laughs) like like, what the fuck I don't know. There were there were a lot of problems uh, I had with just the overall story of that one. That um, one, my the thing that took me out of it so much was literally that the 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 like the big like moment was that like it was like the kyber crystal was the friends we made along the way. Like yeah, he got all the robots <laughs> together, yeah. and then all of a sudden it pops out of his chest, and it was like, oh my god, the power of friendship! And like <laughs> it was so weird. Like there was no explanation. Like why would he send me like the kyber crystals on this planet and sends his robo son out to look for it in the desert, possibly to die? Who knows what the fuck's on this planet? He could go out and die any second and never have known that the kyber crystal was in his fucking chest the whole time like what maybe the that fuck was like maybe that was his way of like saying that he was on his side when in actuality he like knew that the kyber crystal was in his chest and he was like well if this kid wants to be a jedi i'll just have him run around his entire life and never find the thing that'll make him a jedi and that'll be sure enough that kills a real him, big though, fuck you but then he finds it with the power of friendship and whatever anyway. <laughs> and, and, and or world building it felt so like that was my problem with, like, all of the main points of that is just they all felt so abrupt because yeah. it literally went from, like, don't be a Jedi to be a Jedi. And then it went from, like, I'm fighting the Sith to, like, now I have the crystal. It just popped out of my chest and I'm fighting with it now, like, instantly. And there's, the like, no was, like, resolution upgrade. to it at all. And, and then, the robot, like, there's no real ending because it just kind of, like, it feels like it sets it up for a show that I don't want to watch. Like, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause then, like, even it didn't even have any impact of what he did. Cause then, like, oh. it was comedic at the end. Cause he was just like, "I'm good," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh," and they all kind of laugh and cheer, and then it ends. And I was like, "But then he got like, I like the idea of like him." Cause like, as far as things I liked about it is like the art style was fucking gorgeous. I oh, love yeah. like the drawing, like like the like a watercolor esque style of like the backgrounds and everything mm-hmm. around like the animation of like the characters. Um, and I also think that, like, the whole idea of, like, him creating life and taking life to other parts of the galaxy is just a cool, like, idea to kind of dabble on with, like, the scientist used to be a Jedi and now he just wants to create life and then, like, uses the Force energy in some way to do that. It's just a cool concept. Yeah. Um, however, something I'd like to point out, actually, is both of the two episodes we've talked about being at the bottom are the two studios that made two episodes. And the other episodes from them, I think, are vastly better. Oh, definitely. In both yeah. situations. Uh, we said Trigger did twins, but this one's Science Saru, who has done things as far as Devilman Crybaby in the past, uh, Space Dandy and Yokai Watch, to name a couple that like are like their big hitters. And I feel like 
as far as like animation style goes, I never really thought de- like things like Devil May Cry Baby were like intriguing to me. You know, like it didn't look very appealing. Whereas with I this, think, I actually I really like the Devil May Cry Baby mini tangent. I think Devil May Cry Baby. The only reason to watch that is because of the visuals. Because boy, really? the fucking writing is terrible. I barely I, yeah. made it through the first episode. <laughs> that tracks here. It was so. it was visually pleasing to <laughs> oh, the hundredth tier, but like cool. Jesus, that writing was oof oof. <laughs> let us know if you want us to review Devilman Crybaby. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> I will not be. Please, no. <laughs> you guys can have that all day long. Nope. I am good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just I, look up the t- scene where a man gets eaten by a woman's vagina. It's the only scene you need to watch. Oh, okay. that's pretty. Right. I'm in. No, I. Uh, <laughs> all right, you know, I'll check that out. But uh, I think to me, like the just like no directionness of Toby, kind of trumps the like cool direction and great animation but cheesiness of the other yeah. of the twins to me and um, i agree the more we talk about it the more i don't want to put toby above the bottom spot at all <laughs> put toby very there, cool very in. cool little story i will say cool animation uh some interesting ideas but just not executed great but they had yeah. two episodes to do so maybe they just didn't spend as much time on this one who knows yeah what was the what was the other one they made uh it was a, a, a cute a Akari. Oh yeah, that one. Akakiri. Akakiri. That's it. Which what'd you guys? What did you guys think of that? Is that in the conversation yet, or are we? Waiting? I don't think it is. I was pleasantly uh, surprised. I think the ending of that one surprised me legitimately. Like I didn't expect it to go the way that it did. With like the whole, uh, it was a very dark way for it to end. Like this whole this this season of visions, or as they you would call it, with like him like kind of falling to the dark side and using the dark side to like raise his ex-girlfriend from the dead because like here's the thing that i have that's really confusing about that episode is that in the description on disney plus it like talks about how the jedi goes back to like see his like uh i don't remember what the words for it but like it's forbidden love i think and so apparently they were dating like him and the princess but like, they really don't talk about that like at all in the episode it just says it in the description so i'm not quite sure how much weight that has to the actual thing, if that's even real. I mean, maybe they meant for it to be misleading. I mean, maybe they're meant to um, not give anything away, really. The fact I mean, that I read it, like pick up on it through context a little bit, a little yeah. bit, but like, like I never didn't like, read the description and I figured that out. Yeah, you yeah. could get the idea. But then when I read the description, it was like whenever he killed her, I guess. I mean, if you didn't know this was a spoiler alert, whole episode, fuck you. Um, but <laughs> whenever uh, he like kills her, I was like, oh, shit. Like, there's weight to this because I know for a fact that they were, like, like forbidden lovers, you know, that he came back to see. Whereas, like, if you kind of, like, oh, I don't know for sure, I feel like that weight is kind of, like, skewed a bit. Like, it's a little vague. Um, I don't know. I thought it was really interesting. I feel like the first half of the episode and the second half of the episode didn't feel like they connected at all. Like, I didn't have to have the bit with the two old men at the beginning to have the ending with the fight with, like the lady the only reason why they're important is because she took them hostage and he felt bad so he like put his lightsaber away i guess but like yeah i, I, I think, think that like the ending of that was cool mm-hmm. but it took a while to get there that's fair like I think it that, was that one wasn't my favorite same um not that i think it should be like next or anything but no. like i don't think it should be like super high either brendan what do you think about this one I feel like there was a lot that I had to wade through to get to the ending. Yeah. Um, 
this is probably one I would put in the bottom half. Same. Because uh, like, I, I do like the fact that the series doesn't really end on a good note. Like, my man gives in to the dark side, but then, like, you know, he keeps talking about how, like, nothing's predestined, blah. But then, like, you know, his destiny ended up coming to fruition. Um, even, even like, his bad dreams, like, he always, like, sees himself, like, killing this person who ends up being his ex. But uh, mm-hmm. I like the fact they took it in that direction. However, like, the rest of the episode's kind of muddy. Um, yeah. Like, especially with the two old dudes, like, leading them through, the, like, you know, like, the passes and stuff. It's like... Uh, like probably got a little bit better spending of time. Yeah, I, I agree. Think, I, I think the biggest thing for me with it, with like the old men, was that like the the reason it was there was to show that he was a good dude. Like he was legitimately like a Jedi, like a nice guy that would go back. He'd save them. He'd come back to protect like the people that he had to leave for some reason. Who knows what it was? They don't really go into it. But then because of love, he would like go to the dark side just to save her. You know, like, it's not like he was, like, kind of, like, tempted by the dark side this whole time. It was literally just, like, he's a Jedi, but to save the one that he loves, he will go to the dark side. And then, the reason why I liked it so much was because of the ending, but part of that is the fact that they depicted the dark side in such, like, a sinister and, like, like almost like, like a fucking parasite. Like, the moment he starts to fall into it, it, like, the voices change. Like, it's this, like, deadly presence. The sky turns red. He sees, like, this doom and gloom everywhere around him the moment he becomes, like, pulled into it. And, like, mm-hmm. it's just such a cool, like, visual display of, like, turning to the dark side compared to, like, the somewhat bright colors of, like, the first half of the episode. It was very cool contrast that I really liked the way they did it. Um, also cool to see like completely different takes on the universe from the same studio. The fact that these are the yeah. same people that did Toby is so cool. Like, especially with like the design of like the lightsaber fights. Like you had like the, the like trails of the lightsabers in a certain way done with oh, this yeah. one. They Very a, cool. That was like a really unique way of doing like the yeah. lightsaber. Cause normally it's just like they, they do like the big like arcs and there's like the spheres mm-hmm. and stuff. But like, it was like mirror images of it almost like, mm-hmm. You, you just saw it. it was like it was at a captured at like a lower frame rate if they were yeah. doing it like on like a camera they left the yeah, frames was, like hang over really interesting way of doing I, it i don't know i just think that a lot of the decisions they made were cool was it like altogether a great package no but so many of the, the little like details i feel like keep it from the bottom not mm-hmm. necessarily put it to the top but probably put it right near the middle of the pack for me well save, we're, save we're running into an issue because we keep uh, we keep saying that we want everything to be in the middle. Unfortunately, yeah. something has to go at the bottom <clears throat> right yeah. now in the number eight spot. Um, yeah. Tatooine Rhapsody. I would agree. I would also agree. Now, but, uh, it's tough because I think this episode is <laughs> really, really cool. Like the fact that they kind of like play into another story of another hut. And like kind of pulling the pod racing, have characters that are even vo- voiced by Bo- the guy who voices Boba Fett is the voice of Boba Fett in it, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Boba Fett has some cool moments in it as well. The kind of like looming like beginning where it's like a paddle, like the, the one child running away from like who knows what he's like getting attacked. He falls into like the barge and then the hut, whatever his name was, the bass player like helps him and brings him in and. The designs of the characters were cool and stuff, but I just feel like it, like it was another one that just didn't really feel Star Wars. It felt it only really felt Star Wars because there were characters in it and locations in it that were Star Wars to me. Right. Like, like the story yeah. easily the story didn't tie in with Star Wars in any way other than the fact that like Boba Fett showed up 
and Jabba the Hutt was like a linchpin in the story. And a hut is a man- band member. Yeah. Like, that's but the thing is, like, he does not look like a hut at all. Like, I did no. not put that together until they, like, explicitly said, like, mm-hmm. hey, Jabba's going to kill you because you want to be a bass player instead of working with the huts. And I was like, oh, oh, he's a he's a Jabba guy. <laughs> Got it. I definitely <clears throat> did not see that yeah. until they said that. <laughs> um, I... To its credit, I loved the art style. It was one of my favorite art styles in the whole freaking thing. Um, but yeah, it just like, much like Toby, it just, it didn't evoke like anything Star Wars related except for like the two scenes where we see Boba Fett and Jabba the Hutt. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels so weird to see like a... a punk rock show in like the pod racing state like it was just so odd and also like the song kind of sucked like yeah we're a music channel primarily we review (laughs) a lot of tunes that is not a tune i would put very high on any list (laughs) probably uh it was not not good so that the music does not redeem that either so i think all the vocal just the vocal performance was a bit suspect yeah, shizzle. he started singing, and I was like, "Ah, that's, Ooh, that's who they cast for that." Okay, Ooh. well, <laughs> I think I'm good on this. I think they might have been purposeful that they weren't like the best band. I think that might have been like a like a kind of story thing. Yeah. But I do want to say before we move on from it, because I think it'll it deserves here. We're kind of on agreement. Uh, it was done by Studio Colorito. I'm not super sure how exactly you say that. The like main thing I found from them they did like recently that was kind of popular was the uh, Twilight Wing series for Pokemon on YouTube. Um, which I really enjoyed. It was a nice little I never watched it, but, like, I knew of it. It was a very cool little series they did. It had, like, no weight, but it was just cool little stories around the, uh, the, the, uh, Galar region. Um, and it kind of fit in with the exact same thing that this thing was going for. It was just a cute little story in the realm of another universe that it just happens to be in, you know? And it was cool. Right. I also think the drummer's design was really fucking cool. I liked him a lot. Yeah, he looked like a <laughs> with, fucking D&D character. <laughs> he really did with like the overalls kind of like going over yeah. the shoulders of the one that was connected to all the way around. It was just cool. Yeah, it was that clever. was a really interesting design. It was clever. And it was a cute yeah. story, but it just doesn't hold up to Good the other character ones. designs uh, can't save you from being an overall messy package. Uh, cool. So we're going to lock that in at number eight. Cool. We're going to move on to number seven. So, so far in the running... For the the bottom spots, it's only it's only nine uh, episodes, so we're kind of running out of the bottom here. Mm-hmm. There's only there's only technically one more spot in the bottom for kind of like bottom three, middle three, top three, you know. So the ones that we've kind of brought up so far have been the twins and Akakiri. Do we think either of those should be the last, the best of the bottom tier? put it that way i think the twins should absolutely be number seven i think that the writing the dialogue holds it back that much in my opinion if it made me like physically cringe when i watched it (laughs) that's saying something and i watch a lot of like anime with like bad dialogue so like it's really saying something (laughs) My only question for you, Tyler, is I brought it up earlier and we kind of brushed past it because you didn't seem to agree like at all, was I think the Village Bride deserves to be in the bottom half, in my opinion. And you I didn't think seem- the Village Bride 
smokes that one. I don't think really? it needs to be near the top, but like better than twins, in my opinion. I I want to hear your defense of the Village Bride because while I think it's a good episode and like well designed and animation is cool and everything, I just feel like the story was like trying to do too much, in my opinion, and it kind of just did itself in. I mean, obviously, like the resolution of it felt slightly unfulfilling because i did not really understand the main character's motivation by the end of it um i do think that they had a really good way of doing the world building i think that is where um the village bride really succeeded because they kind of showed off like how this planet kind of worked and how their culture worked um without exposition dumping um and you still kind of got the full context and i think that like the end like while it didn't make full sense just because we didn't have full context of the main character i think that like the ending fight was was really cool i think it did a really good way of kind of like building up a little bit of tension toward the end um like when the guy came to like killer and then the the jedi pulled out her fucking samurai lightsaber thing and mm-hmm. i i don't know i thought that part was cool i definitely don't think it should be like top tier but i think that like i don't know as a cohesive pack like i'm not gonna be pissed if we put it next but like in my in my mind i think it's at least better than the twins <laughs> <laughs> that I, I kind of I, I agree with what you're saying just to me I feel like with the end not really like kind of resolving much and like yeah. never really knowing what the main character quote unquote's like actual motivation was other than the one drop at the beginning where it was like your master came here once yeah. and then that's why she's there like, I guess and she has a mask and then she cuts her hair so like are we to assume that like because she cut her hair she was like breaking free of something because like that's kind of like that whole thing right well she was cutting off her like padawan tail thing okay I probably guess has saying. some significant i don't know i'm not like i guess i'm not a real star wars fan type put in the comments below why that was significant <laughs> because i apparently not <laughs> educated enough i know it had something to do with uh, that i i My just i don't know I, f- there. I just feel like the episode tried to do so much where like it kept on dropping like these like really sweeping like lines of like what the earth was to them and like mm-hmm. the, no, the conflicts I, I think on that, the like, the whole civilization and it just really never like amounted to anything other than a, a little fight where she stopped him from shooting him and then he threw his helmet down that blew up the ship that made the droids stop and then she did a cool thing that we didn't see yeah no i and, mean uh, i was like ah valid points those are very valid points um and i agree with all of it like i don't think I, I will say I don't think the village bride should be any higher than six. Okay. My my counterpoint to what you were saying about how the end doesn't have any real resolution. Neither does the ending of the twins. He cuts her chest open and the thing blows up and then she just like goes away. And then but he like goes the, away. The the C3PO esque dude saves her. And takes her off somewhere, and then he goes, he lands on the planet, and he's like, don't worry, we're gonna find her, and, like, has, like, a moment of, like, like, this is the next step, you know, yeah. like, if we were oh, to continue the okay, story. Maybe I was thinking of a different one. I think it's I was very thinking short. of the It's a very short the... thing at the end, so I get that, like, I was that... thinking of the end of the Lop and Ocho one. That's fair. 
where the chick yeah. just like <laughs> pieces out. She's like slashing the chest. You're like, um, she killed her, and then she flies away, and you're like, yeah. she didn't. Although kill I do, her. I do like that one more than both of these ones. That I, I also about. like that one more than both of um, these ones. I would, I can agree. I don't know. I mean, if you want to put the village bride next, that's fine. I'm not going to argue with it too much because you are bringing up a lot of good points. I just we can't put the twins higher than six. We just can't. We that can't. is where I I, I can writing, agree more. The dialogue is just is too bad to be higher than six. Brennan, what do you think about the Village Bride in particular? I definitely tend to agree a little bit more with Tyler in this sense. Um, okay. I feel like yeah, it did kind of take a lot of time like setting up with how the world does or like how the world like operates um i sense that like with the main character chick she must be like kind of living under her master's shadow or something and thus like always like following like i guess his teachings and the rules of the jedi like oh we shouldn't be seeking violence and all that bullshit like that and I think that whenever she cuts her mask off and like her padawan tail that's her kind of like breaking free of like, because I feel like her master would have wanted her to like step up in that situation, but maybe she was like unsure of it with her like code that like her mm -hmm. fucking dad like figure was talking about. Um, because I think that's like her her moment where she realizes, okay, I need to do what's right, and what's right is defending these people, preventing this like you know, uh, fucking chief's daughter from being held captive, you know, for collateral, like. Even though the fight doesn't really have a lot going on, I think it proves to the villagers that, you know, this enemy that you guys are fighting up against, like, they're really not that powerful. And if you guys just, I mean, obviously they had a fucking Jedi on their side, but, like, <laughs> if you guys were to just, like, step up a little bit, like, you guys could do more than just be, like, fucking Earth people. Yeah. But... I, I, you, you sell me a lot on that, actually. I like the way you yeah. kind of, like... That was a, you that was a very it. good way of yeah. of selling that. <laughs> I liked it a lot. I now didn't I'm even back think about on the it. Side of wanting this to be over. The yeah, twins. and honestly, I think <laughs> you've swayed me past the twins. If I'm being honest with you, the other thing that I actually do like about that fight, other than the fact that you don't really see her like do the hit, is what kind of pees me. But like, a lot of these episodes really lean into like the standard samurai duel of like it being like a couple like swift hits and then an ending because like they're yeah. just that good, you know, like that kind of style. Yeah. There are a couple episodes that do extremely well that we'll talk about mm. later way later but like <laughs> i think yeah. that like <laughs> they kind of do that a little bit with this one where like even though the other dude isn't necessarily like a jedi samurai dude he still knows that like i'm just gonna like my helmet can like completely shut them down you know like even yeah. that is like a peril of like that swift style too you know like yeah. with that and honestly like i would take i think that those types of fight scenes in in the series work better than the really flashy shit like we get in twins which is cool i'd agree it's just pure like visual chaos but like mm -hmm. i think that because I, I i know that george lucas originally like based lightsabers off of like like samurai fights samurai, and stuff yeah. didn't he like he kind of had that in his in his mind obviously it went way away yeah, from that in his own prequels that he directed but like <laughs> no that's a bad thing i just think it's cool that they kind of like fully embraced that aspect um in these and i think yeah. that the village bride does a good job with that even though they don't necessarily show it yeah. all the way that's fair and like the twins is really cool but like do do General Grievous arms with laser whips really feel more like Star Wars than the fight that we got in the Village Bride? I don't think so. That's fair. 
that's fair. Was it cool as fuck? Yeah, but yeah. like, yeah. I yeah. also my other big thing that I liked, and like, you kind of touched on it a little bit, is like the way that they like created the world a little bit. Like, they really like created a lot around this tribe and their tradition, and like, I like that like the Force was not only like this strong thing like it is in Star Wars, but it also was like the life force of the Earth. They talked about all over the place, and like how like. Yeah the village paralleled that to the Jedi and like, that was a cool thing too. You know what? Like as we talk about it, yeah. I like that a lot more than I, than I had originally thought. It's <laughs> yeah. much, much better world building and yeah. like these two guys look like Darth Vader and they have a Kyber crystal. I think that village bride should be six and the twins should be seven. I'm down. I'm on board with that. Yeah. Cool. We're going to lock both those in. Well, Akakiri. Hmm. I Do actually think want- I, do we want Akakiri to be under Village Bride? I think I do. After we talked about too. it, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was like honest with I you? do, but I didn't think you guys would want to, so I wasn't going to start really that argument. You really sold me on Village Bride. Because for me, like Akakiri, like the last little bit of it is like really what you come for. Yeah. Like Because yep. like because like the whole episode, like yeah, there's like some stuff that's kind of like you know not doesn't really fit at all. Like the whole pretty much first half of the episode, you can just fucking discard. Mm-hmm. But like. Like, throughout it, they set up his, like, like whenever he's having, like, those crazy, like, headaches and he, like, loses all, like, will pretty much, like, you keep seeing this vision over and over and over again. And I thought that it was cool that, like, whenever, like, it actually happened, that it kind of looked, like, nonchalant. Like, as, like, because like, cause the camera, like, pans, like, way out mm-hmm. and you just see, like, what's-her-face, like, the Sith Lord basically just, like, feeding men to this guy and then like you see like one of them doesn't look like the rest <laughs> yeah. and then of course my man just hack and slash like he of the moment like does his thing and then like he sees his vision like come like come to life mm-hmm. but i like all that i like that you know he ends up going to the dark side to save you know this woman that i guess he used to love but like that's literally it <laughs> in the episode yeah. like mm-hmm. everything before that is like leading up to that moment and even in doing that, was kind of underwhelming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I agree. I agree yeah. completely. Actually. So. Yeah. Village Bride does a better, like, cohesive, like, long yeah. story yeah. instead of it being like kind of broken up for that one. I agree. Yeah. Shout out to Cinema Citrus that made the Villi- Village Bride. Yeah. Yeah. Good episode. Good episode, dude. I didn't haven't think done a ton. That we were gonna rank it this high, but I'm glad we are. I'm glad um. We are so we're top okay, four. So that was. I mean, I'm just going to do a mini recap just for myself because I'm kind of... Go for well, Village Bride would, Village would be five if we were to Village leave Village Bride is five? Okay, so... I'm saying if we don't two, feel higher, but... The, the next two are going to be the Village Bride and Lop and Ocho, right? Starting on five and four. Because, like, I feel like the duel, the Ninth Jedi, and the Elder are the top three. Am yes. I wrong in thinking that? I would agree with you. Okay, yeah. yeah I, I think, think Lop and Ocho were, was really cool in a I, lot of ways. I really enjoyed that one, yeah. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. I think the animation style was really cool, especially because this studio actually has done, like, very little. This is, like, the most unknown studio of all of the ones that have done stuff, mm-hmm. and it looked so good. It was, I was like, it was like damn. really high quality, yeah. It was, like, super, like, detailed and everything, especially, like, when they had, like, so many different, like, environments they went through. Like, they had, like, the little, like, uh like the city market they had mm-hmm. like the cool highway bit they had like the factory they had the beach they had like the, the, yeah, the they home, had a lot of like, uh, set pieces i didn't even really think about that and yeah. they, it was all so detailed i was like hot 
damn. And I think the story was kind of interesting yeah. with like the adopted daughter. And then like over time you find out that like Ocho, the one that really wanted her to be a part of the family is like, nah, man, the way we go is with the empire. And then like, she even yeah. like cuts it off right there in front of her literally mm-hmm. <laughs> the hair but um, yeah i i really liked that i mean i think that this one does the world building even better than the village bride like same. they they set up like this planet that's like under empire rule or whatever and like i i think that's a really cool like um story beat to like focus your episode around is like because you have to think about it from like a political perspective you know if the empire came in like there's a reason that like the empire has supporters if you think about it because like in certain people's eyes the empire is a good thing because they're offering you know like stability kind of to to some of these planets but like at the expense of their freedom basically um mm-hmm. and that's kind of where the whole conflict lies and i think that's just a really cool like focus point for the story um and it set up like a really great way for you know to to set up a kind of a a conflict to like split the family mm-hmm. where like the dad is like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna fucking give up my freedom because these guys want to come in and then the daughter is like oh well like we're not going to survive unless like we just let them come in like help mm-hmm. us out and i thought that just added like that was a really really like it wasn't like deep but like for only having 15 minutes to like craft a story it was clever I think, yeah it was clever um and i think they did a really good job with it too um having like the the adopted daughter kind of be like the try to be the bridge between uh the the real daughter and the father having their fight and then like the father gives her like the family heirloom lightsaber because Mm -hmm. the actual daughter like went rogue and it's like i don't know they they managed to shove like so much like lore and world building into that 15 minutes Mm -hmm. and like and still tell a story at the same time like they wove it together so well and i just i respect them a lot for kind of putting that together i don't think it should be any higher than this at all but like i think the other three are so incredible yeah they're incredible but this one is like the closest to getting Mm. to them while still like not quite getting there and i think my big thing is like it almost feels like it's a political piece and it just so happens that it's the empire and a lightsaber that are there as like the two like star wars bits to it you know like it's like a a a a city that's like oh we've always been able to take care of ourselves why should we do anything and the daughter's like times are changing dad we have to work with these people or else we're gonna fall apart we're not gonna be able to survive just so happens that's the empire from star wars and the other cool thing i liked about that really kind of pulled me in was that like like the lightsabers and the jedi bit of everything was more of like a purely samurai-esque thing where it was like the samurai blade which they didn't even call a saber until like a little bit after the fact that like it was like something that they had the the father had earned long ago that was handed down and like was a family heirloom that was passed on to his daughter who he thought really deserved it which is i feel like more like in like the samurai-esque bit of it than it is like the star wars like sci-fi bit of it which i thought was really cool um Mm -hmm. Also, to have a rabbit woman fighting with a lightsaber and, like, a diamond-encrusted sigh, it was really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, like, was probably the coolest lightsaber design, like, I have ever seen. Where There was, like, the yeah. fucking, like, markings in the blade, and it was, like, 
Oh, yeah, even like the actual laser, like, it had the markings. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, that's so... They would never allow that in a real Star Wars thing. Not at it's all. A, it's a damn shame, because that looks awesome. It looks rad as fuck. I mean, I think so. the lightsaber umbrella is the single coolest weapon we got out of this of whole course, thing. But, of course, you know. We'll get to we'll, that. We'll, we'll get yeah. into that. So, so uh, uh, Brennan, any any comments on Lop and Ocho before we move on to the big three? I mean, I feel like this episode does a really good job of kind of like showing the predicament that like oppressed peoples find themselves in. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if you look back in the day, like when pretty much the world was dominated by empires, just kind of like, you know, taking over lands, like you always had your collaborators, like the people that, you know, they bought in just to like get some safety. And you always had your people that resisted. And I think, I believe Benjamin Franklin once said like, those who sacrifice freedom for security end up with neither. Yeah. Because, you know, one day, like, the Empire could just be like, well, we're done working with you guys, and then just wipe them all out. Right. So, I mean, it's cool to see, like, this family go through that, because, like, you have, obviously, the dad is, like, a hardcore, like, William Wallace type. You have, you know, the daughter who's, like, the collaborator, like, okay, the Empire, they're way too powerful. We'll never beat them. We might as well just buy in just for the sake of safety. And then you have the adopted daughter who is like caught in the middle of all that, who, you know, takes up the father's mantle because, you know, the big sister like defeats the father. But then, of course, you know, loves her sister. And in the end, you know, you see the droid like showing like the family tapes and stuff. So, I mean, it's cool that it like touched on all those things. I mean, I don't really like the ending because like big sis got defeated, but still just kind of like skirts out. Yeah. But it's a lot. Although, I mean, I. I will say though that like I kind of wish they would just do a full series to finish out that plot. Honestly, line, like, yeah, oh, I would yeah. like to see oh, yeah. more of that story. I really would. Yeah, I would say that this one and the three episodes that we're gonna put above it all deserve their own series, in my opinion. Like I like the universe of all of them a lot. Like that, yeah. I could totally see I them agree, doing yeah. like their own little branch off series, or even if like they were to do another season of this show where they bring in a couple more studios. Just keep going with like these four, give another episode, like another journey in these these four stories adventures. Because of all like the actual like worlds it created, these four are like the ones that I'm like, I want to see these characters again. Like I would totally be down to see yeah. them. Like for a long series of Definitely. time. Um for sure. The, yeah. the the one that I would say I would want to see more of the least of of the top three. Because I definitely still <laughs> think this should be above Lop and Ocho. I think this should be number three, is The Duel. I think that The Duel, visually astounding, same studio that made Batman Ninja, which is the weebiest shit I've ever seen in my life. I've seen a lot, seen a lot of weeby shit in my life. And that's the weebiest thing ever. And they, they did it again here with The Duel because they gave us the lightsaber umbrella. They managed to give us this, this beautiful art style where it's like, it's black and white except for, like, the blades and the lasers. So they just, like, really cut through, and it, it looks oh, amazing. So good, dude. And they have, like, the film grain, <laughs> so it just looks like an old-school, like, samurai movie. And it's great. The whole thing is great. I do think that the story is stronger uh, for the Elder and the Ninth Jedi, though. So I think if that's a reason to, like, hold it back, God. then, you know, I think... Because, like, when, at the end of the day... I still don't know who the fuck the main character of that was. It's true. He was a cool guy. That's all I gathered from it. Like, <sighs> such a cool episode. It was It was basically just all action 
and it was all great. Mm-hmm. And again, they had a fucking lightsaber umbrella. I don't know if they will ever come up with a lightsaber design that is crazier <laughs> than that horseshit. That was uh. so cool and stupid and awesome. The fact uh, that it was even like an extension of a normal lightsaber, like she just put it in the yeah, end of it and then it became a lightsaber out of the handle. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, wait, how's like, the fuck that, was like that an actual like weapon that they would use was like the umbrella swords, where like they would sheet the sword into like an umbrella. Mm-hmm. It was like that one chick at Soul Calibur has that fighting style. I think that's based off a real thing. It might mm-hmm. not be. I might be dumb, but it's at least in Soul Calibur. So that they did that. So it's got to be made real. the umbrella extra blades. Like that's awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I thought this episode, like, literally, like, my biggest thing about this entire series was I don't think they should have made this episode the first episode. In fact, I think they should have made it the last episode because the entire time I was watching the series, I wanted something to be as cool as this episode. And I do think the Elder and the Ninth Jedi were able to do it, but was it better than them? And I actually don't know because I think I really don't know what order to put these three in, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, but the duel, but the duel was so fucking cool. Like the what you said with like the way that like the lightsabers had so much more impact because like they were the only thing that was really lit other than maybe a couple like, a couple lights around. The fact that like the main villain like chick like kind of had like a like a video game boss progression where she had one form and then she took out just one oh, lightsaber yeah. and then she kind of <laughs> loses the thing and her hair pops out and she's like crazed and you're like oh it's the third form of the boss i didn't even so, like, think about it that way but you're right like, it's so cool i just felt so good and then they have like a fight on a log and like the river and it's going and then like i just like i didn't expect the droid to be like the answer to everything and like the fact that they use so many cool different races, like that, like I don't think any other episode used as many like races that were used throughout the series in one episode. Like you have like Bosk, the Bosk dude, like the the reptilian guy. Was, oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The double bladed dude, Sabalba, whatever his race is, was in like the flying thing with multiple sabers. Fucking the weird thing with like the eyes that stretched out was like the one like dude that kind of survived. I guess I don't know. I just like they're, I just. It felt like so much cool Star Wars stuff shoved into one episode that felt like so much more like a classic samurai thing. Mm. Like, oh. I think I think this one really excelled too because like while all the other ones were kind of like this is Star Wars, but like with our art style, this was literally just like we're gonna take like stormtrooper armor and we're gonna merge it with samurai armor. Like they really were just like, what if Star Wars was in feudal Japan? They yeah. just really leaned into it. It was literally so like stylistic. Ninja. And that's its strength. Like, it didn't try to be, like, realistic to Star Wars at all. It was like, we're just going to take two things. We're going to take Samurais, and we're going to take Star Wars, and we're just going to smoosh them together and make something really cool. Um, I, my and other... it made just this visual feast of, like, cool shit that I'm so mm-hmm. glad exists. Um, For sure. But, like, I don't know if pure visuals puts it above things that have good visuals and good writing. And I think that the other two have better writing. Here's the one Uh, other thing I want to put out there about this episode that I'm going to stop talking about it because I've I've kind of gushed about it a lot is that I really liked the way they told story without like saying anything like Mm -hmm. the fact that like this whole time, you're not super sure why this dude is in this village, you know, like this, obviously this Sith, apparently ex Sith, perhaps who knows really 
that's collecting kyber crystals that you don't really realize that's his point until he like lifts it up and he realizes he's ha- he has like a list of thing of kyber crystals that he he had once mentioned that he's co- he's trying to find them he gives one to the kids so like what is really the situation with the kyber crystals you don't really realize he's a sith until the very like when he pulls out the lightsaber you're like holy shit wait what i thought he, was well, he might a Jedi. not be a sith though he might have just yeah, kept a lightsaber because yeah. he's killing that sith. is true as well and then like i love uh. that like you don't really know why he's there what's he doing here and then the moment in the waterfall where like she thinks it's his lightsaber she slashes and that gives him the opportunity to stab her in the back which is another like kind of type of throwback to like the quick slash bite samurai style um there's like a sith temple underneath that waterfall and like you're like oh oh is that why he's here is he here to like collect something what is it it's enticing and you don't really know what he's there for he then comes up and he has the kyber crystals perhaps maybe there's a kyber crystal there maybe he took one out of the statue like, I just feel like it had so many cool little, like, enticing bits that I'd love to see, like, kind of, like, talked about more. I feel like it's the hardest to make a series of, of the four, top four that we're talking about here, because, like, it's just, like, such a moment, whereas like, the other ones have, like, a starting point that they show and then they can go from, whereas this one's just, like, where do you go from here? It's a cool world, but you don't have, like, a starting point. Um, but, yeah, Brandon. I don't know. I just... Yeah, go ahead. I was about to say, I've been, <laughs> go for it. I've been trying to talk for a minute. Holy no, it's shit. Okay. I've gushed about it for a while. God damn. <laughs> All right. So this episode is like a master class in ambiguity and subtlety. So you have this dude. You don't really know why he's there. He's got his little droid with him. Okay. All of a sudden, like the bandits show up, you know, feudal Japan. We're coming to take all your shit. And I think that like it was cool how... Of course, like these bandits, like rep- like gathered everyone up. All right, who's your chief? You know, little kid steps up, and then like the guards do like kind of like an uh, like an ambush. I thought that part was really cool, and then like you finally see like our hero rise to action, and you know, like like I said, like it's very little, like very like subtleties as far as like who this guy is leading up to this point, and of course, like he tells the one guy like, hey, like my droid needs to be running by the time this you know pot boils and like you like you think of it as like you know it's like some kind of like hidden threat but actually that's like the droids like activation <laughs> so like i thought that was cool I like they left that out until you know you saw it and then as kyle said like you know when fucking umbrella lady comes out you know she pretty much wipes out the whole town's like guards except like a few that end up surrendering but like you realize there's like levels to her and finally, like, our hero comes in and, like, you know, he duels her and she's like, oh, like, this guy is a real foe. And, you know, he whips out the lightsaber, like, you think he's Sith, but then, I mean, like, at the time you think he's Sith, they're battling it out. She takes off the thing, shows her hair, you know, whips out the sword from her umbrella. Like, it, it, it just shows, like, that there's, like, so many, like, levels of complexity and ambiguity that, like, they don't explain, but they just kind of, like, give you. And I love that. And... You know, they're on the log, the droid activates, he's firing rockets and shit, he's taking everybody out. His one rocket, like, distracts her, like, it was cool, and then you see how, like, he falls off the log, he goes into the temple, so, like, buys him some time. And, of course, her, like, the log makes it to the end of the waterfall, she's like, (laughs) like, I thought it was cool she jumped down, and my man pulls, like, some smoke and mirrors, he has the lightsaber, like, in the fucking clutches of the statue. Mm-hmm. And of course, her like you see like her moment of pride before the fall because you know she uses the log to kind of like clear like to open up the waterfall and she's like fuck yeah like I got him flies in there 
slashes it, realizes, oh shit, it's a statue, boom, it's already too late. And then my man, like, takes a kyber crystal, probably from her lightsaber, maybe from that temple, I don't know. And Didn't they show him, like, breaking the lightsaber and taking the kyber crystal out at the end? Uh, hers. Oh, was that yeah. hers? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, That's so hers. yeah, this, that was hers. Um, yeah, so, I don't know, Kyle must have, like, fucked me up there for a sec. Well, there's a but, lightsaber uh, in the hands of the, the well, that was his. statue. But he also he... killed her with a lightsaber, so I think he yeah, had but, his, but and he that has... saber was in the Samurai, Samurai, alright, Samurai they carry... They have, like, a little sword and a long sword, They have right? a katana, uh, and I can't remember what the little... It's like a dagger. Yeah, I forget so, what like, it's called, he, but yeah. He so used his little dagger. Am I wrong like, about that? I, that might like be that. just a word drop that uh, I know. <laughs> I, I have no so, idea. It's like a smaller katana from what I've seen. Weaves rise up in the comments. But you see that, you see that, you see that, like... And of course, like this is all presented in like the old school, like Kurosawa, like samurai movie style, all black right. and white, except like certain things are in color, like some Schindler's List shit going on. And fucking, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, you were like dropping samurai movies, like Kurosawa, and then you're just like Schindler's List. <laughs> like, not wrong, though. They did that in Schindler's List. Yeah, they did that shit in the Little and Red They did. Guess. They did. I just didn't expect to go from Kurosawa to Schindler's <laughs> List. <laughs> the giver. But, and then. You know, like what? the final, me. the final little bit of subtlety and ambiguity is like Kyle mentioned before, when he opens up his like trench coat, instead of watches, you see kyber crystals and it makes you realize like, okay, like this guy's not a Jedi. He's probably not a Sith. Maybe this guy is just like, like the ultimate anti-hero. Like he just kind of wants to like wipe out all of those that maybe he feels like have the power. But then of course he has the force. So like. I don't know, maybe he is a Jedi. Who fucking knows? But it's so cool that, like, they leave that part out. He gives the kyber crystal to the kid, and then you just see him go about his way. Mm -hmm. And it makes me wonder, like, does this dude do this all the fucking time? Like, yeah. is every yeah, village he cool come in? see, like, more episodes where it's just, like, he goes to, like, a new planet or, like, a new village and just, like, yeah. fuck someone up to, like, take kyber crystals. I would easily watch a full series I would series watch that in a heartbeat. Of, of this dude just going on the hunt be incredible yeah, in this style with like <sighs> oh man which which, uh, which makes me want to put it above two or make it make me makes me want to put it at two <sighs> i think I can, out of... I can see it going at two i can as well but here's the thing i think there's like i think there is like a a very definitive number one i really hope Hit me with it. That it's the one that you all think is the definitive number one also. I'm kind of nervous. Hit me with <laughs> it. I thought the ninth Jedi was perfect. I thought it deserves to be number one. And I know by your reaction that that's not the one that you guys were thinking of. So let me explain. Oh. <laughs> uh, no. Explain I don't yourself. Think it, well, no. The Elder's great, too. The Elder has the best fight scene. I will say the Elder has the best fight scene. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the ninth Jedi... Here, a, th a thing that we've brought up multiple times throughout this ranking, right, is, like, does it feel like Star Wars? Does it, like, evoke Star Wars-ness? The Ninth Jedi did that better than any of them, hands down. And they did it in, like, like just with the overall writing and just in really subtle ways. Like, it's one of the only ones where it, like, had the standard, like, orchestral soundtrack kept it feeling Star Wars-y. Whenever it did the scene transitions, it did, like, the generic fades like they do in all of the Star Wars movies. Little touches like that, I thought, I just, like, too. really helped push it into the Star Wars universe a lot more than any of these other ones. Um, and the plot was just really good. I liked that they didn't waste 
any time. A lot of a lot of our problems with like the timing and the storytelling on a lot of these was that like they spend half of the fucking 15 minutes like trying to set up backstory by not telling you anything. And then like by the time you get to the end, like you have some questions left over. This one is like they just give you a really quick like one minute exposition dump. You are in it and then you can just enjoy the whole thing and they have a full story to tell. And that was also really appreciated, especially after some of the other ones where it was like, you know, I'm trying, I'm spending like 10 minutes trying to figure out what's going on. And then it's like five minutes of cool shit and then it's over. Um, I really liked the idea behind this one of like the lightsabers change color based on like your alliance. And then like that, that cool. being the reveal of like all these guys are actually Sith. It's like the perfect way to like drop the plot twist too. And the fact that, like, the, the main character has, like, the clear lightsaber because she hasn't, like, chosen a side yet. And then, like, it turns green in the middle of, like, the climactic fight is so cool. And then the one guy who's, like, he's he's just, he like, going along guy. with them, but he's not an actual Sith. And it turns purple, like, halfway oh, through. right. That guy. And then yeah. you kind of, like, notice, like, oh, why isn't his lightsaber red? And he's, like, hey, you're not actually Sith. Like, you should just stop because, like, clearly you don't want to be doing this because your, your thing's purple now. And he's, like, oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Like, that was just, like, a really creative way of, like adding some extra flair to Star Wars that probably would never exist in the movies, but it, like, works so, so well. Like, this is, while while stuff like, um, like the first one, what is the name of the first one that we were just, The Duel. The Duel. Uh, well, stuff like The Duel is, like, the exact opposite of that, and it works great. Like I was saying, like, they weren't trying to make it feel like Star Wars. It was like, we're just going to take Star Wars, we're going to take a Kurosawa film, and we're just going to shove them together and make something cool. This is very much like um, the studio was like, we want to make something that feels like Star Wars and give it our own flair. And I think that they just excelled at that perfectly. This was also made by Production IG, which is like one of the biggest anime studios ever. Like they've made, they, they made fucking Attack on Titan. They made Haikyuu. Uh, as far as like sci-fi shit goes, like, they made Ghost in the Shell. They like made Psychopaths, like, two of the greatest sci-fi animes ever. So, like, I'm glad they did not drop the ball with this. And I would say that they actually knocked it out of the fucking park because I really, truly believe that, like, as a full package, the Ninth Jedi just checks all the boxes. It's got great art, great animation, a great story that's, like, it's well-written. It doesn't overstay its welcome. It can tell the whole story within the time limit. And it leaves off where, like, they could continue it if they wanted to into, like, a full series. And I'd be down for that. That shit was fucking cool. Um, I just think it, I just think it did everything right. I don't have any gripes with this at all. Except for, like, maybe the one dude's voice acting, but, like... Exactly! <laughs> you, you've already brought up my point as to why I think The Elder's better. <laughs> the Elder doesn't have good voice acting either. Yes, it does! What are you talking about? What do you mean? <laughs> The what? Elder does, but, like, one guy's being questionable compared to, like, pretty much everything else Tyler said. Totally does not take the Elder above it. No. But, like, the Elder's... Oh, my God. No, I the Elder's great. Don't I get me wrong. I can't believe you guys... I Like, don't get me wrong. Okay, before I talk about the Elder, I think you're totally right about the Ninth Jedi. However, the orchestral track and the, the wipes and everything were also in the Elder. Very few episodes did do it, but the Elder also did it, and that's why I thought the two of them were really cool, because they had, like, the little spice, you know? Like, it was like, mm -hmm. you're a little bit more Star Wars juice in the episode, you know? 
we talk about, you know, like this whole like blending of styles and whether or not you just want to take Star Wars, you want to put it into like Kurosawa film or you want to like kind of blend together your own idea of Star Wars, the bits of the samurai bit with like the, the lightsaber smith and whatnot from the Ninth Jedi. I just fucking adore the way that Elder just mashed the two together perfectly, not doing too much of one or the other. It did them both so well together. It felt like Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan were going on a journey. Like, it almost felt like it was, like, kind of like a, two of those characters, like, esque experience where they kind of, like, had, like, a back and forth. They had, like, these conversations about the Force and how it impacted things. About, they talked about, like, the greater, like, spans of Jedi where, like, he, he at the beginning, he was telling him about how he's, like, everyone says you're, like, the greatest Jedi. Oh, my gosh. You know, like, about all these stories. And he's, like, very, like, modest. But he still likes to joke with him. And he was just, like... I hope you're being sarcastic and shit. Like it was like the, the back and forth, like the kind of wittiness of like what you want from like an Anakin and Obi-Wan as well kind of thing. And then I had like the orchestral music moments. It had like witty moments, like with the kids and him, like just having like, it was like, it was enough that you could argue it maybe took you out a little bit, but it was short enough that it didn't. And it still brought like this charm, you know, with like him winking at the kids and then him to come up and be like, the kids are very hard to woo. It's impressive. They've already done it, you know? And then for him to like, kind of go up, and be really gung-ho, like, is a very, like, common, like, trope in Star Wars for him to fight. And then for them to show, like, the sheer, like, difference in experience between him and the Elder. For them then to have that be a parallel to how close it was between uh, the Elder and, like, the actual Jedi Knight. Which was, uh, what's his name? The guy from Stranger Things and the guy that was in, uh, Ar- Harbor? What's his name? I don't fucking know, whatever. He was in... That dude, they, he was like the know. red, I've... the red, the red riot dude. Not red riot. That's that's my hero. What the fuck? Uh, Jesus. The... You might fucking move on. Black <laughs> Widow. Black Widow. The dad of Black Widow. What was his what, name? Dave Harbor. Oh, I think his guy. name is David Ar- Harbor. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Oh, I totally didn't put that together. That's. Neat. I was the whole time. I was like, why does this voice sound familiar? I looked it up. I was like, what the fuck? Um, I was, it was really cool. Uh, but anyways, he comes along and like, is able to like go one-on-one with him, you know? And like, there's like the talk about like age versus power versus time. And like all these things that like are all swirling around. Like, what does it mean to like the force? And like, it has like the really incredible fight. Like you were saying, it probably has the best fight in the whole series where like him and the two of them go back and forth and like the unexpected, like you think the Jedi's dead, like the, the Padawan's dead, but then he like throws his lightsaber to distract him for just a moment to get the, like the swift strike and everything. It has so much impact. I also fucking love the detail where like, he pulls the lightsaber out and you see the heat initially come off of it from the rain hitting the saber as his green saber comes out for the first yeah. time. Like there's just so much detail. There's so much like Star Wars, like like a Jedi and a Padawan going on adventure, the Jedi teaching the Padawan, him learning from the experience, but seeing the depth of the Sith, you know, or like maybe the Sith, we don't really know what his exact origins are, which creates even more amb- ambiguity, which is what the duel does so well i just i was so fucking impressed by this episode it doesn't go over the top at all like some of the episodes go too far similar to like the twins and stuff but like it knows where to go hard when to kind of take a little slow the pacing was beautiful in it i fucking adored it um that being said i'm curious to know uh brennan what you think about the the elder versus the ninth jedi because we've both kind of gushed about the opposite one <laughs> and uh, Brandon, you haven't got a really a chance to talk about either uh see like i really like the elder i think that you definitely hit a lot of stuff around the head whenever you talk about it um the fact that it is kind of like your stereotypical 
like master and apprentice story where like obviously like the the master is like a very very wise like not he's not old but he's older like he's mature he's definitely a Qui-Gon kind of guy and you get like a young like Obi-Wan kind of apprentice and like you just see like the wisdom that he tries to imbue on him you see like the back and forth kind of like banter that you got with like I mean not so much banter but like the back and forth like kind of reminiscent of obi-wan and anakin but like not like as funny um i thought that was really cool i thought that it was cool that you know whenever the paddle or not the paddle whenever the apprentice kind of like goes off and you know qui-gon's kind of like hey man like you know like he's always like warning him about like potential like threats like the vamgas or whatever vamka like, hey, like, they can be pretty wild, but, like, don't provoke them. Like, you could just tell, like, the dude had, like, been around, mm-hmm. right? And then you get, like, the apprentice comes across, like, something even more wild than that. Like, you had you had the master who's been around, but, like, you have this, like, old-ass fucking, like, samurai dual-blade guy that, like, my man, not only has he been around, but he's been to hell and back. Like, he is... <laughs> yeah. You're not he wrong. is... He is as tough as a three dollar steak. Like my man, he's seen it, he's done it. <laughs> that was incredible. Like, <laughs> Solid metaphor. Like, and like you see, I love in that how you see like the apprentice get humbled. Like even even the old the elder is like, wow, like I thought you were the powerful one and you fucking weren't. Like how like disheartening would that be? <laughs> you know, you're like yeah. this bright-eyed, bushy-tailed guy, and like this old guy just puts you right in your place. And then, of course, like you know, he defeats him, but doesn't finish him. And then you see like the real fight between the master and the elder, and you see like you see them go toe to toe. You see the distraction. You see the master take advantage of that. And I love how after it was all said and done, the master was like, "Had I fought him in his prime, the outcome would." probably have been vastly different yeah like you see like obviously the master is the master of his ability but he's totally aware that like there's levels to the shit that even expand upon like beyond him and i think that's just like so much wisdom just packed into this dude but i feel like the kurosawa episode like to me i feel like everything that it pulls together like feudal japan samurai like how you don't really know who this guy is but you see him like outsmart like sith lords and shit umbrella lady like i think all that shit is just like way cooler and i feel like the ninth jedi just has so much more like of a story and so much like tyler said like the lightsaber's changing colors depending on which side you're on is like just an epic way of telling like who's who and, like, the whole episode, you're being led to believe that, like, oh, these are all my Jedi bros. Like, we're going to go, like, take out the Sith together. Like, we're going to go fucking clean house, do some cool shit. You know, I got my boys here. And then you dish out the lightsabers and you realize, oh, they're not my fucking boys. Like, <laughs> they're, they're on the other side. These are the bad guys. And it's, like, you have all of that, like, packed into that episode. And, like, you see, like, of course, like, the girl at first, like, she's just grayed out. But then, like, you see her gain, like, her true power with her colors. You see the guy, like, kind of flip-flop because <laughs> he goes from red to purple because he's like, fuck, I'm not really into this anymore. Like, all my buddies are dead. 
Like it's it it is like such a cool like vessel to like teach that kind of story, or like or to portray that kind of story. So I mean, I, I just agree. the elder was sick. I fucking love the elder, but uh, I feel like the other two do it just a touch better. Yeah, I I'm gonna side with Brett in here because I think that the elder has. I think the elder does like the the fight scene probably the best out of all of them in a way because I like how they it's it's all about like every strike has like a fucking purpose it's like actual like sword fighting um mm-hmm. i think that's cool it's like no flash all substance basically it still looks cool but it's not like where where you have like the twins where it's just like all flare and you have no idea what's going on this is like mm-hmm. this is like an actual choreographed fight and it's great which is but, incredible because it's the same studio doing the exact same thing i know it makes no sense to point that out I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I think that's really awesome. I, I think it was just different teams really working different on things. it. Yeah. Clearly the team I mean, that does most of the trigger stuff did the twins because it's the same art style and stuff. It's fair. Looks exactly like Kill a Kill and Gurren Logan and Promare and all that bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. But the more we talk about it, honestly, the more we've talked about the duel, I do kind of like, I I don't know. I think, I think I'm going to have to side with Brennan. That's at the end of the day. I think that that the duel is a little bit better than the elder because it it sort of like leans into the samurai shit like even more. And like while the elder is like perfect, I think that like the fact that the duel is like way more stylized in that and kind of like leans more into it makes it like a little more compelling to like watch in a way. Um and then I think the ninth Jedi is just so well written and it's so like airtight and it, it evokes star Wars so much compared to the rest of them that like, I really can't reason with putting anything above that. I will say that my main reasoning why I put the elder above the duel is because it evokes star Wars more than the duel does, but also does the cool samurai stuff and blends it in with like everything. So star Wars about it, which would, I mean, if you're saying the duel is better than the elder, even though Elder does cool Star Wars stuff, and then saying that number one just does Star Wars so well is quite interesting to me. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll tell you what, I can flip-flop either way on, on the Duel and the Elder, but the Ninth Jedi has to be number one. And here's my thing, Ray, is I have no problems with any of the three other than the fact that Ethan annoys the fuck out of me in, in the Ninth Ethan Jedi. Ethan has, like, two lines. No, he doesn't. He talks the entire beginning of the episode before you meet... He's literally, like, the point... Of substance up until you meet the daughter, like five minutes in, he talks the entire. I'm like, stop yeah, talking. He talks for Why were you five hired to minutes talk? out you of a 20 talk. minute episode? It's fine. But then he talks at the end again, and I'm like, you're taking me out of it, dude. You sound like you're literally. They went. Out, they were in the office. They were like, ah oh, man, we ran out of voice actors. Hey Jim from HR, get over here. Get over. Here. Can you read this paper for me? He's terrible. It takes me out of it so much. And if we're talking about three really great episodes. That takes me out enough to put it beneath the other two. If I'm being honest with you, I totally agree with all the points you make. But that I agree moment, that his voice acting is bad. It does not take away from it at all. It, it's in, the only thing that takes away from anything of, things, of all three. In the grand scheme of things, it does not take away from it that much. It's the only thing that takes me out of any of the three. Then watch it in the original Japanese and you will no longer have that problem. Let's yes, just take the right. voice acting right on out of there. Let's say we watch this in the authentic Japanese. Let's say I'm a true weeb and I only watch subbed. This is no longer a problem. <laughs> I only Case watch closed. subbed. 
but then all of them are good and there's still only one issue just saying yeah and now that issue has been eliminated because now we're in true weeb mode the voice but it doesn't acting change is gone. the fact that a it's version of Japanese the show that is and the canon. story and all the other qualities that we've canon. been talking about. This is a canon. I no, it's need... not canon. But like to the <sighs> existence of the episodes. Point. That's no longer a thing. You're not negating no my point. point. It still exists that there's bad voice Watch acting. It subbed. Your point you can't you, you, you cannot can... delete it from Kyle, existence. You literally have an option to not listen to that dude's voice and still enjoy the episode. But it still exists, and we can't just deny that it exists. If you're a true weeb, you can. That's People not might true. be giving a shit already if we watched it dumb. We can't. And not so. We can't ignore it that it exists. It doesn't matter. I've already been outvoted. We yeah. could go about this all day. I've been outvoted. It's fine. I think it's third. And I think Elder's number one. I think Duel's second. Personal rankings. Uh, I am outvoted, though. Personal it, ranking for me, Duel's number one. I figured. <laughs> I, I figured it would be for you. I'd probably put really Duel, fun. probably Duel, Elder, and then Ninth Jedi. I would put Elder Duel Ninth Jedi. I don't know, Cause, but I, re- I really liked all three. Like I would. I also pissed. like. They're very close. They're uh, very. Yeah, close. they're all very. I think. I think we can agree they are all really, really good episodes. <laughs> we're getting a pink elephant situation. We're getting a pink elephant where we yeah, all have a favorite. We don't. We don't want to get into the fucking pink <laughs> elephant situation ever again. So we we're just. We're gonna put my fucking foot down. We've gone on long enough. We're just gonna yeah. we're just gonna lock it in. Is that is that what we decided on? That we're gonna do ninth Jedi, the duel, and the Elder in that order. Is that what we decided on? Brennan just seemed Whoa. like you wanted third. Right, or am I wrong? Well, I now Brennan we were seems doing... to be flip flopping on that. I thought we were doing well. Look, I thought it was gonna be Elder, Duel, Ninth Jedi. I thought that's what yeah, the order like, was. Elder, like. Elder as three, Duel as two, Ninth Jedi as one is what I was oh, saying. Oh yeah. Yeah, I thought you were counting up, not down. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. So is, that what, so is that what we're doing? If that's what I you two agree yeah. on, then I'm outvoted yeah. because I think it's the other way. I think Elder should be number one, Ninth Jedi uh, three, and Duel two. Because I, I can't live with Elder being better than Duel, but I'm up in the air about Ninth Jedi because yeah. I feel like Ninth this Jedi seems to be the most middle well. ground. Because then no that seems to be the more way, agreed on. Yeah, except that's I'm getting my number one. And <laughs> yeah. that seems to be the more agreed upon thing here. So, but yeah. but uh, we'll lock it in because it's yeah, the uh, we, we see this seems to be the the easiest way to go. So we're gonna go with that. But let us know in the comments below which way you swing, or if you have some <laughs> like wild crazy pick. <laughs> let us know. I think Toby's Toby. the best. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, yeah. Maybe you're just like a, a huge Toby stan. It's like enjoy and, being wrong. Yeah. But hey, we'll we'll do a quick recap <laughs> and then we'll close things out because we have been talking quite a lot. Yes. Uh, yeah. This is, has been channel. a bit of a long one. Uh, so n- number nine is our boy Toby. Number eight is Tatooine Rhapsody. Number seven is the twins. Number six is Akakiri. Keep wanting to say Akira, and that's definitely not it's it. Not that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number five is the Village Bride. Number four is Lop and Osho. Number three is the Elder. Number two is the Duel, and number one is the Ninth Jedi. But you know, take your pick on those top three. Uh, they're all they're all number one. Yeah, basically, it's a three way tie. Uh, so yeah, this has been a fun little deviation from music, and I I honestly really enjoyed uh, doing this. This is a, a nice breath of fresh oh, yeah. air to talk about something other than Swan Corps. <laughs> yeah, Swan, Corps. Swan Corps mixed with Spirit Box. Yeah, 
So, uh, you know, let us know by by liking this video if you liked it. And also let us know in the comments if you want us to kind of delve into more of this shit in the future. Because we would definitely like to... I mean, we're probably going to start doing some more movie show stuff in the future anyway alongside the music stuff. But this was... This is our first experiment with us, so let us know if you if you liked it or if if you didn't. Um, and also, of course, let us know in the comments below what your personal rankings are for all these episodes if you have watched Star Wars Visions. Nice. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, future me, put in a uh, a Star Wars sound effect over that burp. Ooh. That'd be that'd be cool. Put a um, scream. I was gonna say the Wilhelm scream feels like the most obvious. <laughs> yeah, that, people, better a Tie Fighter like. Yeah. like the... <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. Um, so yeah. Also, uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the Talks a Lot Boys if you haven't already. Um, go check out some of our other stuff. Uh, like we said before, we have used this format to rank a lot of albums. So if you're into music, if you're into good music, I should say, uh, maybe Ooh. go check out some of that stuff if you haven't already. If you're new to the channel. Uh, if you're just coming in here for the Star Wars and the anime, then uh, maybe we can expose you to some new shit you might like. Um, and we have a show called Pitch It To Me Baby where we uh, do improv character creation and it's super fun and Ooh. no one watches it and we're probably never going to do it after like the last episode we have in the backlog. So watch those while they're here because they're fun and maybe you'll <laughs> like them. Uh, <laughs> but that uh, that's going to do it for us for today. So we have been the Talks Lot Boys and we will talk a whole lot more Next time, may the force be with you, bitches.